All right, click record. Three seconds. That looks good. It doesn't show on it. It says recording in progress for all of us. There we go. Let's do this. I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta repeat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? <laughs> yeah, to the five. Yeah, yeah, episode three, three, three. Now, I looked up the code. What does three, three, three mean? The angel number 33 is a reminder that the divine, the angels, and the ascended masters are working. Did you know that? Bro, I thought it was just three boobs. Three boobs? How do you, now how do you get that? Look at it sideways. More hands. Oh, yeah, no kidding. It's fucking Total Recall. <laughs> Does she have a name? Uh, up on IMDb. Lady? So is that what that is when people text that, the threes? Oh no! Yeah, I have triple boobs, baby. Triple boobs, triple pairs of boobs. So That's six be the total name boobs. Of my next rock, my next rock band, triple boobs. It's 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 actually a female dog with six boobs. That's what triple that is. Bitch? Say, triple bitch. Triple bitch. Triple bitch. Man, am I gonna have to smack a triple bitch? Okay, triple three times. Four three titties. Uh huh. Triple double. Man. <laughs> last week I got a triple bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man, yeah, now we're gonna have that song in the in the intro. Um, before we derail any further into the to the realm of three boobies and three titties, and, uh, exactly. Let's let's bring it back. <laughs> you are listening to the Bad Boys podcast, where we randomly rant on all things movies. Obviously, I am your host Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. I was really hoping you'd say triple bitch. Damn. Oh, <laughs> Even though you act like a triple bitch sometimes. Oh, listen to this guy. <laughs> Episode 333. And right uh, out the posse. Tony, a.k.a. MCP. That's right. Where is 333 at? Where are we? Where is that coming from? Huh? Well, you said you looked it up. I, I did. I told you that fucking... I gave you that sermon. It's Mexico, it looks like. Oh, yeah. no. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Jalisco. Oh, that's the first thing that showed up. Yeah. A code thirty, a code three 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 is an overhead call made in TOH obstetrics units to activate an emergency response system. The code calls for a res, what the resuscitation oh. of measures on a mother and or fetus. I'm reading the first thing you put code three 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 on Google, and then read that. I saw that. Time. If you just enter three three three, you get some weird shit. So, All right. So what's T-O-H, the Ottawa Hospital. Oh, that's what it was, Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa. Ah, that's how you pronounce that shit. Let's ask uh, somebody. Cortana? Let's ask somebody. He needs some milk. <laughs> Do I still have that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, nope, I don't have it. How to pronounce O-T-T-O-W-A. No, read that paragraph, because there's some words on there I can't even pronounce. Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa, like that's the, Canada. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that's 333 is a code in Canada for what? Read it, Tony. The code calls for a resuscitative measures on a mother and or fetus and expedited delivery of a fetus considered at high risk of demise. Damn. Yeah. Way to bring the podcast down, yo. It got dark, Emergency son. birth. How about that? That's what we're going to be talking about in today's podcast. Mm-hmm. We brought in a doctor, Dr. Miss um, Wells here, that's going to be talking about it. Welcome her to the show, guys, everybody. Nobody's following along. <laughs> fucking dying on that joke. Here. Y'all just fucking leave me to drown. Throw me a lifesaver or something. This was asleep. Seriously. They <laughs> were all flashing the sign, but they all got their eyes closed. Damn, maybe if I said triple boobies, everybody like, yeah, so getting the cheers. See, there you go. Got Harley's attention. Now, all right. Big breasts. Exactly. So, yeah, MCP had the homework. He chose Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And Zombies, yeah. I was keep trying to keep it in the in the same, uh, in the mood, in the same. 
theme going on. Absolutely, in October, yeah. And then Harley wanted to get it dark with some one eight seven action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, while I was watching, I can see I'm like I'm picturing Harley in that role. Him at school. That's why I think you picked it. So never know. We'll get into that. But before we get that, my man Harley here saw an extra. He saw, he saw yeah, an extra movie. I, I don't know I, how you found the time with this busy schedule. With uh, with Anna, she uh, I don't know. I don't know. If she saw a trailer to Nerve. It's uh, it's uh. How do kids see trailers anyways? What are they doing? I don't know they... on the internet. <laughs> so uh, it stars Emma Roberts and Dave Franco. And a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> Those are the two main main stars. Do they go to a rave? No, I know that's the 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 picture. No, it's it's an interesting. Um, uh, what's plot. it about? Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, <laughs> um, it's got an interesting idea, you know. Thank you, Pachita. What'd you get killed? Walking your doggy. Walking your doggy. Um, so IMDb's got it. A high school senior finds herself immersed in an online game of truth or dare where her every move starts to become manipulated by an anonymous community of watchers. So basically what it is, is this, it's a, it's, it's not truth or dare, it's just a dare. It's a game of dare. and So they take the truth out and it's just dare. Yeah, you sign up for a game, this game, and you sign up, you're either a watcher or a player or a gamer. And if you're a gamer, people, the watchers, put up money for you to do these dares. And you, if you live stream the dare, then you get the money and you can move on to the next dare. And the movie takes place in New York. New York. Like, give us an example of one of these dares that you're, that so you're like, referring to. They start off real... Real easy, like kiss a stranger for five seconds, or you know, um, you know, just weird shit like that. Like, you know, go into a restaurant and 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 put on a crazy karaoke performance, but it's all live streamed, and so the people you know give give you a pass or not, and if. And then there's like some stupid rules, like if you choose not to do the dare, you get like this bullshit, which which is becomes the consequence, so to speak, towards the end of the movie. So, mm-hmm. um, so what happens with the movie is uh, Franco's character runs into Roberts, and they're both doing a dare, and so the watchers start giving them dares to do together like go to the city together on his motorcycle and he's got like a he's got a motorcycle so they ride into the city and now they're in Manhattan and it, and you know again she's a high school senior and then it's like the dare is to go into this go into this clothing store and try on this dress and there's a picture of a $4000 dress you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then and then it says the dare is to leave the store in the next 30 seconds or something like that. But another, a third person was dared to steal their clothes while they tried on these outfits. So now they don't have their normal clothes to put on. So it's like there's kind of this like spider web of people trying to make these dares. And largely it's sort of this appeal of popularity kind of thing. And that's where the strength of the idea is, is that it addresses the sort of mob mentality and the anonymous watchers. So the people that are putting up the dares, they're people that are sitting at home staring at their smartphone. So they're really anonymous and their names aren't really their names. They're just, you know, signed in names, handles. And so the movie has a a really neat premise and that is... This sort of in this ever-growing day of social networking, basically, it could really, I mean, it's sort of, it ends up kind of like stripping down to its most basic form. It's kind of like bullying. It's like bullying these people into doing things. And at the end, they're doing really dangerous shit that can get them killed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, and then of course, there's a a reveal about one of the characters and you know, they played it once before, and I, you know, and and they got into trouble, so they have to do it again, so they can get out of trouble because all these people were going to hack their family and this and that, and 
you know, they, they're constantly trying to create that, you know, almost a protagonist or, or excuse me, the antagonist when there's not really a bad guy to speak of in the movie. It's just sort of this, the anonymous group of the watchers kind of thing. Yeah. The problem is, is the movie's really short. It's a buck and a half. And it's dumbed down because it's, it's demo is on his age. It's high school kids and, you know, junior high kids and college kids. And, and it's, you know, the direction is a little stylized. Um, it sometimes, which, you know, works. It's fine. It's, it's got a decent look to it. And, um, but it's always, it's, it's, it's always a little short of, being enough to make you really think it still just comes off as being mindless entertainment kind of thing when it has a premise that could really be like a heavy drama you know i mean the movie says adventure crime thriller and it's it's very light on anything remotely drama or thriller or crime what do you give it a children's adventure story but because it's done well enough and the premise is entertaining enough it keeps you going enough and it ends up being a doll Any interest, yeah, MCP? It, Any questions? Me? No, no. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, How about this, Tony? I dare you to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the only way to win is to not to play. Oh, there you go. What was that the tagline? Yeah, I mean, you know, again, it sort of it's constantly has a sort of like undertone of, you know, be careful about social networking because you could really get into trouble, and be careful about, you know, sort of you know, faceless and nameless, and then be careful about popularity. It has a bunch of these little undertones of commentary, social commentary, but they never really delve into them at all, Any anything beneath the surface. And so the movie just ends up becoming a just sort of a teen action drama. Light gotcha. on the action, but just sort of an adventure of, you know, what's what could you, you know, if you were going to make, really big dares that you're going to pay people, you know, what would you make them do? You know, uh, jump out of the back of a truck into the water or something, you know, just stupid weird shit like that. Right, right, right. You know, like right. stunts basically. Sure. But as they, as they progress up to the dares, there's, they get increasingly more and more dangerous. And till the end, there's firearms involved and, you know, so, and there's, well, we one saw guy, oh, did you guys see cheap throws? I saw them. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little, mind you that, you know, it's like so I'll give you a hardcore. bunch of money to do this weird shit. Right. Um, you know, hey, but it's Python dollars. You cut your pinky off. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't get cutting off pinkies in this movie. Gotcha. It's very teenage PG thirteen. So. so then Anna loved it. Yeah, she ate the shit out of it. Yeah, she loved there it. it to death. Face. There you go. All right. Yeah. Well, if you're a teenage girl listening right now, which Harley, I don't know. What do you think, Harley? Yeah, like it's a certainly listeners? a dollar for teenage girls, for sure. Okay. Well, teenage boys, too. Okay. There you go. You, you hear that, Donaldo? You'll love it. You'll love it. So so let's talk about... Let's, let's bring out the movie section real quick and get into our TV section, because yeah. there's a lot of good TV on right sure. now, and there's no time. But uh, let my man MCP here take over and talk about Westworld. Now, we're all caught up. H- HBO's new show... It's currently this last this Sunday, the fourth episode just uh, aired, and uh, I want to get your thoughts on the show. Four episodes, so yeah. So I want to kind of get your thoughts on it, and and if you guys got any theories, and just probably we're pretty much all in agreement that we all pretty much enjoy the show, right? Yeah, seems like it. Yeah, yeah. So, MC, where do you come at? Like your fourth episode in, where are you at right now? You're not like dropping off like Luke Cage. You're still in it. Oh no no no! I'm totally still in it. Um, it I, I'm not as hyped as I was as, as the first episode. Um, that's a pretty damn good pilot, huh? The, the yeah. pilot was awesome. I mean, I was I was totally sold. Um, and and I was hyped. Now I'm I'm looking forward to watch it every single week. Um, but I'm not like I don't have to watch it as soon as it comes out. Yeah, um, they're not giving us a whole lot every episode. They're really kind of mm-hmm. slow burning it as much as they can. Yeah, and this one in particular was was a slow burn. Uh, yeah, for sure. I thought I thought so too. 
but it's still good. Like it's they they still are teasing out a little more and a little more of the complex storyline that they're trying to deliver. Well, what I what I really liked was the interaction with um um fuck I can't think of his name now. Anthony Hopkins and the uh Oh yeah. suit. That one scene. And he's like so stay the fuck out of my way. And I was like, <laughs> "Damn!" <laughs> but if you if you notice, now this is this is one of the things that's floating around and and oh, okay. I like it's one of the Here we uh, go. Listen up, Harley. Check this out. Speculation. Um he did the same thing to her. He says, "Stay the fuck out of my way." As the man in black did to the to the guests that recognized him. Yeah. The guest that recognized him said, hey, you know, because of your blah, 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 yeah, my yeah. sister, blah, blah, blah. And he's I'm like, shut the fuck up. The fuck alone. Yeah, leave me. The- I'm on vacation. <laughs> this is, I am in character and don't fuck with me. So yeah. stay the fuck out of my way. And I was like, it's the same thing. So what if they're both after the same thing? Even though um, oh, Ford, okay. Anthony Hopkins' character, is one of the creators of the game, there's still an underlying secret almost like a Easter egg of the game that they're both after the man in black is following the dark path where he's the badass killing everything, trying to find it scalping left and right. Mm-hmm. But that's one way to do it. Anthony Hopkins is like, I'm practically a God and I still don't know what the, what this secret is. So what does he do? He takes a big old bulldozer, you know, excavator <laughs> thing and just rips shit up trying to find the maze. Well, I don't know if he's necessarily trying to find the maze. I think he, he wants to see, and this is just my own, what I was well, getting. Go there ahead. is definitely some vagueness. I think he just wants to see the park get crazy. He, you know, I think it was in like the second episode where he was like, I kind of made it so that they get creative. You know what I mean? They have little remnants of, you know, the, the big the big plot line that's very clear is that the characters are having memories. Even yeah. though they're not supposed to have memories, they're clearly recalling, you know, and now sure. they're recalling sure. Rico, Rico, Rico. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's create it's creating issues basically. Well, it, and I think that's actually part of because I think there's like three or four levels to the actual story because there's the there's the, um, the guests and they're experiencing their their vacation, their video game, right? Yeah. Then there's the the hosts and they're experiencing their I'm living in a dream. Yeah. Then there's the maze, which is like, is this the way out of this world? Well, and, and that's then, the thing. It's like, I'm and still, then, and then there's, hang on, hang on. And maze. then there's another level. And I think that's the Anthony Hopkins character. He's trying to create consciousness, yeah. real consciousness. And he's, ho- he's trying to make it emergent, like Skynet, like just, yeah, he yeah, wants yeah. it to happen. He doesn't want to program the androids into having consciousness. He just wants it to happen it to on its own. It themselves. Right. Let them then come up on their own. Let them evolve and become conscious all on their own. And I think that's the deepest level of the whole thing. Um, which is what Anthony Hopkins characters is, is ultimately after. So yeah. I totally agree with you where he's like, yeah, let them go crazy. Maybe that's what it's going to take. Yeah. You know, so he's enabling all the malfunctions or what, what the suits, you know, the paper yeah. and the, the, you know, the, the people that just want to see it as being the greatest, you know, Disneyland resort of all time. Right. Where you just get to fuck and shoot everything you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you fuck everything and then you shoot it and then, you know, and then you find something else to shoot, you know. <laughs> um, you shoot your load or you shoot your gun. All right. Exactly. That's about all there is. All exactly. Like, you saw like dude's friend. <laughs> it's cool. Like watching the, the, watching the show it's like it kind of plays out is like a grand theft auto kind of thing you know you just get to it's like the greatest vr red dead redemption and then obviously and then ironically rockstar admits that they're they're coming out with red dead redemption too so um Mm -hmm. yeah i mean the the hype train is is on full steam with the historical um you know, game and, and sort of. Um, one of the things that I that I heard on a, a podcast earlier today, actually, that you might actually um, appreciate, um, the original Westworld, nineteen seventy three, right? And in that in that movie, 
they said, oh, I'm spending a thousand dollars a day on this game, on this experience. Uh. In the Westworld show, in the modern one, they said, I'm spending forty thousand dollars a day on this experience. Yeah. So if you take inflation, inflation. it ends up being like a hundred and ten years in the future. So yeah. if the nineteen seventy three version is supposed to be taking place in the eighties, then the new one is taking place in the twenty nineties to twenty one hundred. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't say what year it is. Right. 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 And and it was funny because I was talking to Chris about it last night and I think she was just tired and didn't give a shit. But he was like, they basically still have smartphones kind of thing, you know? Um, right. One of the characters is holding, you know, it's like a seven-inch tablet, basically. And I was like, where are phones going to go in five years from now? We've already reached, I mean, of course, they'll be faster. And, of course, batteries will last, you know, they'll get batteries that last forever. And they'll be indestructible, even though they're planned obsolescence, just like, you know. My, my theories are going to be wearable tech that you talk to and you don't interact with your hands anymore. You just talk yeah. to the fucking thing. Well, but you still need the screen. You still want to. No, it's just going to be, it's just going to be an assistant. Yeah, you can pull up a screen every once in a while, but you hardly ever going to need to. It's just going to be an assistant that talks to you. Yeah, but I still need to look at images. It's going to be implanted in your eyes. Implanted in your eyes. That's not, <laughs> that's not five years from now, my friend. <laughs> I don't know, man. Exponential growth is exponential. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. No, you're no, this is, this is a fun show to speculate little yeah. things like that. I mean, they're saying that one guy that's playing now, they're saying that maybe he's the, he's the Ed Harris' character from the future. Oh, yeah, that's or an interesting thought. or something, yeah. Right. Then there's a whole uh, Bernard. Uh, this I was talking to Fonzo earlier about this one, yeah. where Bernard, um, in this in last episode, he said something about his son dying, and yeah. the pain of his son dying is the only like is the only thing he has left of him. Dolores in this episode said the same thing about her father dying in the exact same words. Oh. So then the theory is, is Bernard an android? And he just has those words scripted into him. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, that's See, an I interesting. Don't do any of like the, the reading. I don't do any of this <laughs> internet. Ideas. Right. I just watch the show for what it is. Yeah. And I get that it's, it's, it is a little slow burn after that pilot, basically. Um, but yeah, it just creates this whirlwind of questions. And the thing is, that's what is going to take season after season to answer, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna invest so much money in, in, in ideas. Oh, maybe, man. But honestly, the way I feel, if they don't wrap it up in this season, I may not be interested to keep it going. Mm. It's like, I, if I get a 2,000-piece puzzle, I don't want to spend a year on it. Yeah. You know? I, I want to I get it done. Give me a, a month at the most, but I want to get it done pretty much within within that week, and then that's it. Well, and this think... this movie or this show is a massive puzzle. They keep on feeding you different pieces to the puzzle every week, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, if they don't finish it by this season, I don't want to get half of 2,000 puzzle <laughs> in the first season. And have to wait another year. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that would suck. I, I think unfortunately, so many of these shows, they you know, they don't know if they're going to be successful. I mean, I think Breaking Bad is probably the perfect, the best example of a show that didn't go too long as opposed to Dexter went about two seasons too long. Right. Like knowing when to button it up and say, I'm done. Yeah. They got too popular and the, and you know, and, and then the writers and Hollywood were like, well, we just need to keep this train running. So Mm -hmm. let's just keep on writing more and more storylines. And, you know, the the Game of Thrones thing. It's like, I'm two seasons behind now. It's like, just because it's like... Ugh. But if you have like a predetermined arc, and I, I need four or five seasons to do this arc of this character, you can create one of the greatest television show dramas of all time because it had an arc. It had a beginning, it had a middle, and it had an end, you know? And unfortunately, a lot of these shows, they don't have a clear end in mind at the beginning, and they just they end up running on too long. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I have I've, I have a fear that it, they're, they're going to do a lost on it. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what people are afraid of. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, we'll we you know we'll see. Time will tell. They'll give us enough this season to be, you know, they'll tell us something. Tell them something, Joe. Joe. Yeah, exactly. 
So yeah, no, I'm I'm enjoying it too. Even though, like I was telling uh, Tony, at some points it gets really talky talky, and I'm just like, all right, man, yeah, let's enough. get going. But yeah, but then you get a little cool scene where you get a dude lift up a rock and drop it on his head. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, like, God damn! He's like, he's like, I'm trying to find the reset button. Yeah, <laughs> it's like going to kick a computer, you know. Well, and that's obviously what the first television show was. It didn't take more than forty-five minutes before people were starting to get killed. You know what I mean? And in this show, we haven't seen. I mean, we did see the one character get attacked by that guy, the guy who crushed his head in. Right, that's he true. was like choking him. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I just realized it's a fucking Hemsworth. Yeah. Are they the next goddamn Baldwin family? I think so. I know. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. But yeah, no, it's... uh, Everyone's great in them. Marsden, Thandie Newton. um, uh, Yeah, it's just a very cool, unique show. So hopefully, like I said, hopefully it doesn't overstay its welcome. But no, I'm really enjoying it too. So yeah, people watch the Westworld if you're not watching it now. For sure. I, I, I tell Leanne, but I know she's watching already. She's already on season two and ain't even aired yet. Go figure. Well, and it was interesting because we watched it, <laughs> and uh, I was like, there's Clifton Collins Jr. And I was like, that's the, the character from 187. And Chris was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, I mean, it's like 20 years later, but it's right. the same actor. Right. Oh. That's a trip. So, yeah, speaking of which, if you want to get right into the... <laughs> Extra credit, huh? <laughs> oh, we can do that or homework. It's up to you. I mean, yeah, I it don't matter. The review okay. of the... Yeah, I'll start off with... Uh, yeah, you chose the extra credit. Uh, 187. Figured it's your, your kind of schoolwork now or your, your job. Well, yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing the movie a long time ago. Like, yeah. 10 years ago kind of thing. Okay. And remember yeah, after... kind of liking it. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't... You know, I, I haven't watched it since we started doing the podcast. So that, you know, that... That talks a lot, says mm-hmm. a lot about it. And so, um, yeah, I wanted to go back and rewatch it, give it a chance. I didn't even realize it was like Samuel Jackson's like first like leading role. Was that right? Yeah. Um, and so I thought, so it was, it was before Samuel Jackson was Samuel motherfucking Jackson. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he's certainly become a character of, of himself. So. Um, he did a long kiss, goodnight, a time to kill, great white hype, heart eight, flu, die hard with a vengeance. So he was like a main character in die hard with a vengeance. Um, Pulp Fiction, obviously in 94, um, but Jurassic Park, but yeah, but I mean, he is the character. That's it. He's the one and only main uh, well, yeah, I was just going to read a synopsis real quick that says, yeah. after surviving a brutal attack, instrument used uh, was a board with nails in it by student uh, Method Man, Takao. <laughs> Teacher Trevor Garfield moves from New York to Los Angeles. Now, I always remember this movie as having a killer soundtrack because it had like three Massive Attack songs in it. So I was really dug this. But I'm going to coin a new phrase on this podcast now. It's going to be called Albert Certified. Whenever you have gangsters or high school students or action... It's a guaranteed Albert's going to love it. I can call him right now out of the blue and be like, hey, Albert, what do you think of 187? Oh, I like that movie. Boom. Albert certified. This movie is absolutely Albert certified. Otto in it, he's he's in it. Or Holmes or S. Yeah, it's it's automatically automatically in. So um, I remember watching and just really enjoying the look of it too, like the direction and everything. Like this one particular scene where he puts that camera up in his office and there's a scene, there's an interaction between him and Clifton Collins, and it's being, and it's recorded by like from a handheld, from like a different point of view from somebody else, like a student. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was like dug that just directing choice. I don't know. Yeah, there's a, um, there's just enough stylization to keep you sort of visually entertained. But not even that, I was riveted from the very beginning just yeah. watching it. I thought it was, um, I just remember how much I enjoyed it, and while I was watching it again, I'm like, yeah, I, uh, it's it's yeah, same as I yelling. You know, he's kind of. <laughs> A little key, but fuck, man, he's a, the the classes he's teaching. They're the worst of the worst. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. Right when he walks in, you hear a baby well, crying, thinking like, "Oh man, what did I get into?" <laughs> for him. Yeah. Well, so Tony, how what was your uh, like when you were watching again? Like, did you remember it was like new again all over for you, or what? Man, you know, I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, because I, I wasn't recognized. 
I wasn't recognizing anything. Um, so it was pretty cool to me. I mean, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of, gl- I'm kind of glad they stabbed him right away. Just re- get right into it, man. <laughs> it's like, don't I waste no time. It's like, oh. <laughs> well, that's what you get for when you ride your bike in the hall. That kid told him, remember? Yep. No, it wasn't that, but no. Yeah, this school, you know, you, you, you fucking Yeah, it just started kid. off right? right away. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it just established his character as like enduring motherfucker, you know, you can, obviously you can take a stabbing and keep on yeah, going. Absolutely. Um, well, and they, they address it and, and I get it. I mean, it, it's interesting. Like, I don't want to get too personal, but like Mazzy's teacher, she's this nice lady. She's probably mid to late fifties. She's been teaching forever. She was honest teacher for third mm-hmm. grade, you know, so mm-hmm. 10 years ago, um, or not 10 years ago, excuse me. It's like six, but, She'd been teaching at Dunsmuir forever. I think she went to Dunsmuir Elementary School. And she's one of those people that, like, wanted to do some good, you know, bring, right. you know, give back to her community. Every day I see her, she looks beat up. Like, just she's <laughs> tired. She's just like her shoulders are always slumped. And it's like, I always feel bad for her because she's got a hard job. She's got some tough kids, my kid included. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so... But she, like like L. Jackson's character, that's what she was born to do, if you asked her, I bet. You know what I mean? And so it's tough. It's like, how do you, you know, it's like, do you just keep taking an ass whooping? Because you're going to change one student a year or something like that? Like, it, that's tough. Absolutely, yeah. Not for sure. So, like I said, Tony, your first take, your first take... You're totally into it. You in, you watch it by yourself, or I was watching by myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was programming a little to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was it was enough to hold my like probably sixty to seventy percent of my attention. Um, like oh, I wow. just don't. That's pretty good, like, right? <laughs> yeah. For yeah, for me. Um, and I think the thing that bugs me is the whole cholo culture. Oh, here just, we go again. Yeah, I forgot. That's why right. you don't like Friday. Stereotyped for sure. <laughs> right. It's a stereotype. And, like, I, I've i been watching Clifton in uh, Westworld. I'm like, he's not. stop pretending. You ain't no cholo. You're just bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like he's stupid. not a Mexican in it. Well, I guess he is a Mexican. Is he? Is yeah. his character a Mexican in, well, in he's, uh, he's Chicano, maybe. What? I don't know. He's Chicano, so for sure. I wanted to see yeah. more Benny in 187. Yeah, he was fucking scary. Yeah, he was yeah. the, he was the scary one. He was the, yeah. he was the one that was more imposing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was written out pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, we see the arc of uh, Clifton True. Clifton's character. We really see, you know, he's sort of the henchman or the buddy, mm-hmm. and then he turns into a cold-blooded killer uh, at the end. Well, and that's not even true either. He's still, um, I'm so. Um, you know, that's kind of a make it or break it for a lot of people, that ending. Um, right. We could probably spoil it. It's 10 years old. Yeah. It's been a, yeah. I was curious to bring that up. I'm glad you... Yeah, you got the spoiler when they hit it? We have a chance to find it. The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. Here's the thing. Well, it's funny. I think it when when he went to go to Rita's house and he wanted to go help her, and she didn't want no help. I think he was just done. You know, all he said, all he wanted oh, to do yeah. was teach. And when she and when his one bright student that you know was actually paying attention and and had something going for her, when she doesn't want his help, you know, and uh, he found out that a uh, fucking Home Alone dad is fucking with her. That guy, um, that fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy. I always think of him as the bad guy from Big. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. Uh, she's just like done. She's like over it, and he's over. It. He's like fuck, man. That was the only they went glimmer. Out. So he's already done. So while while watching it again, I was thinking of the ending when he puts two bullets. Why didn't he take out his two friends and then beat the shit out of him? You know, because yeah. it didn't work. I think that's what that, that's what I got out of that last scene is that, that he what? tried being mm-hmm. violent. You know, like like fighting fire with fire. Oh, it's yeah. like it doesn't it doesn't work. You know, like he he cut off the guy's finger and, and and threatened violence, and it just it just doesn't work. That's not their world. Doesn't matter. Violence just begets more violence, and yeah. it doesn't work. So well, so 
the character says, that's all I got. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, it's, it's all they know. It's right. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's all, exactly. It's the only, and he calls them out on it too. He's like, this machismo bullshit, huh? Yeah. It's the only mm-hmm. value that they have in that yeah. world. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I mean, it, it kind of makes sense that they would latch onto it. But it's so it hey. takes it's it, it took something as crazy as the ending to rock their world enough and 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 change them. Yeah, you know, you, you, it's not fighting fire with fire. It's um, well, I don't know, whatever the fuck analogy. But <laughs> the, the, the movie <laughs> maker, I like the whole world blind. Right, right. He he. Um, he he connected enough with students, but it wasn't quite enough while he's alive. So it had to become difference. like with a you know some people or a lot of stories have they have to become a martyr for yeah. people to open their eyes, and so that's what ended up happening at the end is like he 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 died in a, in a, in a tragic way that finally stopped people enough to be like shit. You know what's going on. You know, yeah, everybody's all serious at the graduation, and um, it, it's interesting. Like, a lot of these movies, you were talking about, um, Fonzo, you were talking about like Albert, and it's mm-hmm. like, what was what's that one? Um, well, the first time Denalo saw it's when uh, Albert got it on DVD. He showed yeah, him. What's so, the, what's the movie where the it's the white kid like goes to jail and has a, and, but he's like really half Mexican or something like that? Let like, him blood out. Let him let out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come here, sweetness. Uh, <laughs> Come on down here, sweetness. <laughs> you look bad. <laughs> um, and this had Sorry, the same thing. Like, he was like, it was like the white kid trying to be uh, Mexican or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just part of being the group. Yeah. yeah. No, like I said, I always enjoyed it. Like Sam and Jackson's role. I always kind of remind me of a little Dexter's too. Because he's a science teacher. He hide his evidence oh, yeah. and he can oh, get away with things. Yeah. Um, and how he outsmarted the kids, you know, he's like, Oh, what are you going to say? That I broke in the locker of, and got my watch back that you said you didn't steal, yeah. you know? Um, you know, just using his smarts. And I mean, because he's, I mean, those vile, like throwing books out, outside, there's just, oh, those fucking fuck I mean, it's like, fuck, I wonder if this is like a day in the life of Harley when he's at school. No, it's not <laughs> like that. It's not. Well, and that was funny because when we were watching it, Chris was interested. She was into it. And she was like, she keeps looking at me, and I was like, "Babe, don't worry. That's it's it's nothing like that." <laughs> she yeah. was looking for your uh, see if you had a bow and arrow stash yeah, exactly. somewhere. Exactly, exactly. If he had wounds in his back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it, this is like a potential Slater for me. Like I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. Um, it's got the replayability. I think it's before Samuel Jackson is a fucking Samuel Jackson. You know. And so mm-hmm. you can enjoy. I mean, unfortunately, you can't watch the movie without knowing, you know, it's motherfucker Samuel L. Jackson. And so, unfortunately, I think it kind of like hurts the film, you know, mm-hmm. in the sense of what he's become, a character of himself kind of thing. You know, it's like early Tom Cruise movies. Like some of those early Tom Cruise movies kick ass, but it's fucking Tom Cruise, so we can't take it that serious, right? Um, yeah. And so it's kind of the same thing with with Sam. Um, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, the, the, the soundtrack is cool. It gets a little repetitive. They use the same song, I think, right. three times, but you know, whatever. Um, the stylized cinematography of it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sort of like, you has got this blue tone. Then you got this like brownish kind of, yeah. The, the stereotype in, of the Hispanic culture, I think doesn't, it, it shows its age and unfortunately doesn't come off as being very, you know, um, uh, flattering, I guess. Um, I, yeah, I think that's what it, I think that's, I don't it, know it's, how it's, real that is. Um, well, it, it almost looks like satire. It doesn't look real anymore. Yeah, Cause like, good point. I just, I just saw on YouTube, um, this, uh, this parody of, it said how cholos work out like cholo oh, fit. I saw it. it was all right. It's Did you see it? Hilarious. Where oh, yeah, they got yeah, the, yeah. the cables and they're holding it up, where they're fisting the elbows out side to side, shit. Yeah, it was, it was fucking brilliant. Damn funny. Yeah. But that is what I feel this movie was. It almost felt like they were just making fun of the oh, cholo wow. culture. It wasn't a reflection of cholo culture. So that was what brought me out of the movie a little bit. I was like, eh. 
it's, it's unfortunately, I think, where this, you know, the it does show its age. I mean, 1997, yeah. shit. I mean, fucking Fonzo, we were in high school. I mean, you were graduating, I was a fucking junior. I mean, it's... Yeah. It, it's crazy no, how but it changed, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, if that movie came out today, people would be up in arms. Yeah. Well, it's, I decide. They'd be freaking the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> For yeah, it's, decent um, reason. I mean, you can't blame them. Yeah. So no, yeah, I so, mean, uh, what were you gonna say? Yeah. I was say? just gonna wrap up my. Oh, for sure. I don't have much much else to say about it. Um, I saw it for the first time, and um, it was definitely a dollar. But not. not I, I don't think. I think for me, the replayability and the the um, um, the anecdote chronistic what? view of the, 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 the it hasn't held up for me ah yes <laughs> the, that's it yeah and I get that I I don't I don't uh, I don't begrudge you of that thank you <laughs> yeah thank you Mr. Martin to teacher yeah no 197 I always enjoy like I said the first time I watched that I really liked it watching it again I was hooked man like I was watching it for the first time even though I knew it was going to happen so that's a good sign, I think. And I was looking at the director. What else he's done? He's done like Waterworld and all this other stuff. Yeah, he so was I, the uh, sort of credited director of Waterworld. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Because so, I was hoping he'd do something else. I really like some of the styles he did. And um, I thought Clip the Collins was that he was good. That he was convincing as a cello. Um, yeah, I it uh, yeah it makes me want to. Well, and ironically, he wasn't credited as Clifton Collins Jr. Mm-hmm. He was credited as Clifton Gonzalez Gonzalez. No, that's his name in the show. I mean, the movie. If you look at no, Cassie, he's Clifton Collins Jr. Oh, I see what you're saying. Where it says as Clifton. Yeah, that's interesting. His name is Caesar. And yeah, in the credits, it said Clifton Gonzalez Gonzalez. So he, you know, he's like he was like Lawrence Fishburne. He he wanted to make it a little easier, a little more palatable. Yeah. So um, I buy this for the movie, but Indians. Fucking Indians. Fucking Indians. <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. And Harley? So what, yeah, high, high dollar. High, high dollar. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. Buy for $1.87. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. So I did that, Harley? Yeah, that was good. All right, so what do you got next? You had the homework. Oh, that's right. We're going backwards. Um, I, assigned the, I assigned the homework. Uh... Bride, Prejudice, and Zombies, Halloween, Halloween-style drama. Uh, five sisters in 19th century England must cope with the pressures to marry while protecting themselves from a growing population of zombies. Um, What's not to love, Harley? Yeah. Yeah, it's got, I mean, it's a lot like that extra credit I watched. It's got teen angst <laughs> written all over it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched like the first 30 minutes of it the night before. And um, I just could not get into it. It's just, I don't know why I'm thinking like, I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, it, nothing that is a timepiece because we just saw one with Sleepy Hollow. Uh, yeah. And then it had zombies. So right, I, but it, I don't it, think it, it, it was maybe a, little, a bit too heavy on the drama side for it to be enjoyable as a zombie film. Like, it, 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 it wasn't one or the other. It was definitely about asshole making sounds on my computer. Um, <laughs> could you guys hear that? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn sound. What was uh, that? But uh, yeah, it it was it was seemed really heavy on both. Um, and so I could see like if if you're not into the drama, then it, it could it could it could be a, a slow burn. It could kind of suck. Yeah. Um, I was into watching. I I love watching girls kick ass. You know, it's. Oh, yeah. it's um, it was really cool to see, you know, especially since they I found that interesting. It. Yeah, the, the that, father said he trained the girls. They came from from China, and he trained in the arts of martial, like the martial arts or whatever. And I was like, all right, they explain it right off the bat. It's cool. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's well, even the very beginning, one woman says zombie. You know, one of the older ladies. Oh no, no, yeah, it, it starts off with a bang. I mean, just just right yeah. away, just jumps into it. Um, but then they, they explain why the girls are kicking ass. I was like, like that was my, like, thank you. Cause, cause even before I started the movie, that's my, the, that was my biggest, um, concern is like, mm-hmm. how are they going to explain, 
you, you see the trailer and you see the girls kicking ass, you know, mm-hmm. swinging swords and shit and taking names. But why? <laughs> why can't they do that? Yeah. So for me, that set it up and I was able to pretty much enjoy the rest of the movie well, as yeah, just a the, zombie film. Yeah. One of the interesting things when, they, when they're all like dressed up in their, you know, their, their get up as they were back in that time and they're just talking, but then they're kind of practicing like fighting they're doing their practice moves and stuff while they're dressed like that it was kind of funny right the dynamic you know and I really want to like it because the director's name was Burr Steers like what kind of name look at that name <laughs> that is a hell of a name <laughs> Burr Steers <laughs> yeah so no. unfortunately like I said I only got 30-40 minutes in and from when I was watching I, I I didn't really like I mean there was some zombie stuff but I mean I think there was like one big not was a big montage but there was just one with like it showed like every girl Showing her skills, um, right. which is kind of kind of fun. Um, but after that, I just didn't have time to finish this. So maybe one day I go back and finish it. But at this point, how, I, I can't uh, how, give it a break. I think like 20, 30 to forty minutes, maybe. Oh, oh. not even that much. Yeah. I remember I was enjoying a lot of the kill shots. They had the classic zombie, you know, focus on how the zombies are getting killed. Um, and they had the the storyline was actually pretty compelling for me. Like it was actually kind of cool. They, the 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 drama they threw in there, I was like, whatever, it's, it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. But it ended up uh, capturing my attention. Like I was I was into it. I wasn't like on the edge of my seat, but yeah. it just worked. Like it just worked to drive the story along. And there's more reasons for the for the zombies. And there's a the 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 big plot point I thought was was. Well done, um, and I don't want to spoil it for you, um, but for me, it, it worked. You know, I mean, I, I can't say much more without spoiling it. Um, so, I mean, I'll just give my dollar right away. I'd buy that for a dollar. Well, there you go. What about you, Harley? Have to revisit it again. Right. Well, and that—that that was the thing I was actually saying. I—I didn't actually get to revisit it. <clears throat> I mean, I kind of scanned through it because I was like, "Oh wait, I did see this," um, and I remember that's not a great sign. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it tries to do too much. It's like, it's got, it's the zombie movie, but then it's got the historical drama and then it's got the, the, the sort of bad love interest, you know, cliche, this and that. And so like, it was, it was, it was, I'm not the demo, you know what I mean? Because I remember watching it going, yeah, I don't remember it. It didn't, it wasn't offensive. It never like. It never angered me, you know, and a lot of these movies are bad, these kid movies that, that are really, you know, I mean, I don't want to say kid movie, but, you know, they're, they're, they're trying, they're appealing to, a, you know, a younger demo, you know, this isn't Martin Scorsese crowd kind of thing, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, they could do it. And they did it, you know, it was like the Nerve movie. It was like, it was w- done well enough where it kind of kept my interest through it. And, you know, and like, I think Tony, you know, hit on the, the some of the kill shots were kind of neat and, and stuff like that. But it's like one of those things, does this movie do anything better than any of its kind of contemporaries? And I, I can't really say it does. It's like... Yeah, you know, just... Uh... Standalone zombie. The era that it takes place that it, it you know, what's really stand out, but you're right. Any other than that, it's going to be a generic zombie movie. Yeah, exactly. And so, and it's, it's PG-13, it's, you know, and, and, you know, can you really do a proper zombie movie PG-13? You know? Yeah, good point. Um, so, I, yeah, unfortunately for me, it's a waste of time just because of who I am. You a know? waste of time. Because you're a waste of time? Because I'm a waste of time. Totally agree. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> hey, finally. That's the smartest thing he said all day. The truth comes out. So, um, But I don't remember it being like, it wasn't like angering me as I watched it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I wasn't angry too, but I was just kind of like more like, just not into it. Just not. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and you know, you too are not the demo for this movie. I would argue, you know. Yeah. I remember, because um, I, I did watch this one with Lainey. Um, she actually expressed interest in it, so I'm like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it! Get it on right now!" And it's like we had to go to work at that time, so I had to wait for the weekend. But anyway, um, we're watching it, and she points out, um, she 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 had a revelation. I think that's maybe what 
helped us like uh, keep going with the movie pretty early. She was like, the the reason marriage was so important is because that's the first proposing was the first time they admitted that they loved each other. Modern day people are fucking going on dates. They're kissing. They're saying they love each other and f- moving in together. Oh, like long, long before they even think about marriage. Because yeah, we're smart, right? right. But <laughs> back then, they're yeah. dumb, and it was just a yeah. different world. And so it was just. It, it, I think, thinking back on it, we were looking at it from that lens of interesting that historically that this is the way things work, relationships oh, work. Yeah, it was way different, right? and so it Off added that dimension. You never even met him before. Was that? I said, oftentimes, historically speaking, you would marry somebody you'd never even met them before. Right, right, exactly. Um, and so I think that was entertaining and interesting for us and kept us going, um, particularly because we were having a, a dialogue about it as we were watching it. So wow. that probably helped. So I'll put that yeah. in there. Yeah. Right. So, Alfonso, you're going to withhold... I'll try to see if I can catch it later. Maybe, you know, finish in the month of October or something. Give a cool. final rating. That's for right yeah, now. Yeah, it'll be our tiebreaker because right now yeah. it's at a zero. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There we go. We got a plus one and a minus one. So There you go. All right. Let's we'll see. Absolutely. So, next cool. week, who's got the homework? Uh, You do. You got the homework. Okay. Well, then, uh, like I said, keep it in October. Um, it's one of the movies that came out this year. The movie called Lights Out. I saw that. Yeah. When? And, uh, well, no, I didn't see it. I just saw oh. the. the, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Okay. No, bad I'm done. <laughs> you like the Joker holding the girl, and Batman says, "Let her go." Really bad, poor choice of words. What's <laughs> yeah. So, who's got the extra credit? The lights out. Oh, I told you about my extra credit long oh, time ago. Right shit. on. It's right in time for the Halloween. In fact, I don't think you guys are allowed to watch it unless it's Halloween Day oh. and you're in the in a dark room all alone. Event Horizon. Come on, man. Oh, finally, funny. I'll fucking finally be able to watch this goddamn thing. Yeah, Dang. I've seen it before, but I don't remember. I don't remember. Right. I don't remember right. goddamn thing. Add it to my movies. Samuel. What was the other one again? Morpheus. Lights out. Lights out. Gorilla Radio. Yeah, Turn that shit up. Exactly. It's October, son. Come on now. Yeah. Mm hmm. So many of these are so interchangeable. <laughs> Why are you so excited? Oh, sorry. I, I know. I, I, <laughs> oh, I get it. No, like it's the fine. superhero like fatigue, it's the horror movie fatigue. But you know what? Every once in a while we get a, a fucking gem like uh, Babadook and, uh, um, uh, you know. So, sure, sure. Don't check the book by its cover. Speaking of Baba Duke, did you get your email notification? Tony? I did, I did. I your book is on the way. Yep. No, so well, no. Finally, I didn't get a notification that my book is on the way yet, but I got the verify your address. We're gonna send it out. So I don't think I'm in the same batch as you are. Oh, okay. I did get or that I just email. It. I did get that email and I sent the information. So now I got confirmation saying it's being sent. Nice. I can track it, but it's like oh, DHL, and I'm afraid they might leave it outside. Oh, for the fucking time! So it was like three, yeah. four years ago we bought this book, right, Tony? Yeah. Nice. Well, I like looked at my email. It was like 2014 or something, or oh, yeah, even four, like yeah. episode 300, not 333. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. We'll do an unboxing episode or something. <laughs> there you go. Nice. A YouTube unboxing video. Nice. Right. Well, cool. So, hey, how's you guys' weekends, man? We, you know, uh, you think I prepare for this moment more yeah. than I do. We <laughs> need to remember what the fuck I did over the weekend. Oh, it was my yeah, sister's birthday. It's funny, like, somebody starts talking, and then, and then you kick, and they chime yeah, in. Yeah, you know? it was my sister's birthday. So, that explains. Yeah. It's my sister's birthday. Explains mm-hmm. why I don't remember shit. Oh. She had a party out at the beach. Um, she had a bungalow up on, the, um, in, on Camp Pendleton. Mm-hmm. Like right on the sand, um, and so she had a party Saturday night, and um, and so yeah, so we went out there and we hung out, um, and I drank my brains out. I got the hiccups like around eleven thirty, so you know, I, we got there at at like seven, and I we had left at eleven thirty, 
Um, so we left early for, for most parties, but it's because I couldn't stop hiccuping for 10 minutes. And Lane just said, nope, gotta take him home. <laughs> He's done. <laughs> they, oh, apparently great. everybody was like, here, flip upside down, try to drink yeah. water, try to drink it through a straw, try to hold your breath. Oh, and I just God. couldn't stop right, all the time. Hiccuping was like something that goes away when you're a kid, but then <laughs> risk is the hiccups. Like, yeah. just random, like, we'll just be hanging out, and all of a sudden she'll get the hiccups. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What are hiccups for? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely get it when um, when I'm drunk. And it and it's random. Sometimes I get drunk and blackout drunk, and I don't have the hiccups. Sometimes I get the hiccups. It just, I have no idea why. Um, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's, it maybe it's there's no rhyme or reason because I can't remember any rhyme or reason. You know, I, there, I can't remember any pa- there, any memories to find a pattern in. Um, yeah, I, would, I would guess that that's it. Yeah. But no, the funniest part is, so we get home, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out by, you know, midnight. <laughs> I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I'm still fucking drunk and, oh and, and I'm wired. Like, like whenever I drink, if I, if I wake up, I'm, I'm up and, and I've got, I'm full of energy again. Um, it's like I get my second win and whatnot. But so this is five in the morning though, and Aunt Lainey ain't having none of that. So she kicks me out of the bed. She's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> so she's like, go play a video game or something. So I'm out in the in the <laughs> I'm and I'm drunk. So I'm wobbling down the hallway into the into our kitchen. And you've seen our kitchen phones though. We have that little island. Yeah. And <laughs> apparently at some point, um I'm uh, Lainey just hears me go, Lane, Lane, do you want to go for a walk? Lane, Lane, do you want to go for a walk? She's like, what? No. She's like, Lane, I can't what? stop. Running. No. I am doing laps around the island in the kitchen no. and I can't stop. I'm like, I can't stop running. We should go out for a walk because I can't stop running. And I'm just, I'm just doing laps. I swear I did like 30 fucking laps around that little kitchen. She finally came out and, and talked to me and I looked at her and I stopped running. I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's not booze. We're going to play video game at that point. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's by around awesome. by around noon by noon o'clock mm. i was uh i was feeling the hurt by noon finally. o'clock harley yeah <laughs> i was feeling the uh the hangover but, uh, oh god that's so like the, just the image of me yeah. doing little chicken circles around the kitchen it's uh that's the title of the podcast too chicken circles because fuck you guys you can't beat that <laughs> shit they know no kidding seriously <laughs> they can't I'm yeah so, so, so that was wow. saturday so that was Sunday. So at that point, I'm just trying to relax because it's cake time at my parents' house for my sister at five o'clock. So yeah. I've got a few hours to rest up, and there was no way that's happening. Um, we go to my go to my parents' house. Uh, your mom, your mom and dad were there, and they helped mm-hmm. make pozole. Um, but wow. it's funny because Etna, Jacoby, and uh, Etna's best friend Lindsay, we were all at the party, just the five of us, and we were just dead. We were, we were just, we were at the table, not yeah. really saying anything. The rest of the family, <laughs> full of energy. And it's just hilarious because she's the birthday girl and she's the, like, least energy. <laughs> That's just funny. Should be eating some peppers or hot peppers or something. They, they brought hot peppers and I was enjoying the fuck out of them, dude. But oh, yeah, no one yeah. was touching them but me. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that was good stuff. So yeah, the post was great. Um, you know, we, we had a good time. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, it, it's kind of funny because um, they're like, so "Why didn't you invite Chris and Stephanie?" And we're like, um, "Yeah, they 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 don't know Edson's friends. You know, it'd be kind of awkward for them." And Tony's Tony's been around their friends for a long time, so that's so that's why it, you know Tony can go. But uh, we didn't, you know, we we just felt bad to have Chris along, and he oh, would be man. uncomfortable and not know anybody. And what's the real reason to invite him? <laughs> the reason is because they can't handle the shit we do at those parties. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're not they're casual. But he knows too, though, right? Yeah, he's like right. He wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Like the worst, the worst of Chris is. Well, I mean, like a, he has like an Irish coffee. You know, mm-hmm. that's the that's the most alcohol he drinks, um, which is like one shot, the yeah. liqueur or whatever. Oh, um, but yeah, that was that was pretty funny. Edson was just trying to dance around that answer. Oh man, <laughs> that's 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 kind of funny, kind of messed up. Like, yeah, it's funny. Messed up a little bit. It's like, you know, yeah, with Chris, yeah, the reason is we party too fucking hard. 
we you you have to practice all right, right. you need to go and practice before you can hang out with us <laughs> you can't just jump jump dive into the you can't to, just dive into this deep end it's way yeah, too you deep gotta get in the, be in the kiddie pool first <laughs> exactly kiddie pool full of jello shots or something you gotta, you gotta get your uh the swimming uh, arm things off yeah yeah, yeah get yeah, your floaties off before exactly. you can hang with us so that was that was the extent of our weekend it's, right it's, it's pretty fun yeah, like I said, all I would is like, we got up early. Oh, we did try something different. We went to the Broken Yo Cafe. Oh, cool. Breakfast. I always wanted to that, go there. How is it? That's fucking delicious, man. Yeah. You know what's smart about that place too? We're cracking up. When we ordered my drink, I, I got like a, I was like to get like Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi, anything drink. They give it to you in a big ass cup. And I'm looking at that. I'm like, that's fucking genius, man. They won't have to come back and refill it. That one big ass drink would, you know, last cool. me. And it, and it did, dude. It was perfect. Um, the kids were being good, but it was funny when we got there early, like eight thirty. Um, there was a game on from the uh, one of the football games from London, so they were on early, super early. So when we got there, they would watch like the last fourth quarter of the game, which is kind of funny because they were playing in London. And oh, uh, cool. I got the uh, the French toast. It, it's funny, I couldn't go. It was funny. I wanted something sweet, but then I wanted something kind of like a, like some chilaquiles, you know. Hmm. So I was like, I was like, damn, I don't know what to get. Um, so I ended up just getting like, um, the French toast with like some eggs and sausage. Right. Um, and, uh, fuck man, they were delicious. They were, they have, they always have like these, you know, special, you know, every, every month they, they, they were trying to promote something new. This one, they had some kind of like, um, like some pumpkin spice pancakes, you know, and they got some like, uh, French toast with caramel sauce. And I was like, what? Fucking with caramel sauce? Man, I'll fuck with that. So I ordered that. And then it came with this little cup on the side, so I put that on them. Like, let me try without syrup first, you know. So I tried it; it was good. It was good, but man, there's none. There's nothing like fucking French toast and syrup. My God, that shit is awesome. Have you tried was, French toast with peanut butter? No, but I'm not Dude. a really big fan of peanut butter, so uh, okay. But see, like the, the the only way I've ever liked French toast and peanut butter is when the French toast is piping hot, so it melts the peanut butter. And so it's oh, runny that. like a syrup. Take that. Yeah, that's, that sounds awesome right that there. That was really good. Like I tried it later with like warm French toast and it wasn't that good. Yeah. So if you ever do try it, like microwave the French toast so it's hot and then put the peanut butter or even put the peanut butter on it and microwave it first. Oh, you know what's interesting? Yeah. Um, melted cheese. Yes. <laughs> good. Like Like grilled cheese when it gets crispy. Oh, amazing. Yeah. But it's really hard to like do that without burning it. Without charring it. You got to yeah. caramelize it. Yeah, you right. got to get it caramelized, like, but not charred. You make a sandwich and the cheese comes out the side and it hits the pan mm-hmm. and it like instantly. It burns in and it stinks. And yeah. <laughs> and it's uh-huh. right. Dude, Same thing with onions. Like you could. Oh, grilled you know, onions with a bomb. Grill it, but not too much so where it gets charred. Yeah. yeah you got to mash that fucking art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so was there a big line at Broken Yolk? Okay, so that's the thing. So when we got there like around, jeez, what that? For some reason we were up early, so we got there like around nine. We were good. We got we we got in. We sat down. Perfect. There's a lot of tables. We're good. When we were coming out, man, that's when the rush was coming in. Really, so we're leaving like around ten. That's when people started coming cool. in. Okay, so before nine, is before the, yeah, you get there early, dude. You're good. You're good. You got a good spot. We went to the one in San Marcos. Oh, cool. One, yeah, it's right down you know, the street. Shopping center. Yeah. So yeah, right next. Yeah. So. um yeah, it was just fun, you know, hang, hang out with the kids, and we're all eating and had a good old time. And fucking hey, man, I might end up going there like tomorrow. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man, you go in there, fuck, man, dude. They had a, they had all sorts of fuck, man. In fact, go on, go online right now, look at the menu. You can see what they have. <laughs> so after that, we went to um to the Halloween store called Halloween City. It's like off the 76, and uh, just see what kind of decorations they had and some stuff and. So that was kind of fun. Then right next door went to Big Lots. I'm like, let's go to Big Lots. I haven't been there in a while. This Big Lots was pretty fucking huge, man. It was crazy. They had all their Halloween stuff in the in front, but then they had this like they had like ten rows saved all the way in the back for Christmas stuff. I couldn't believe it. It was insane. And I don't know if Big Lots got a new owner or something, man. Because like I've always remembered to be kind of you know ghettoish, kind of you know, or not ghettoish, but like just not having like like brand name stuff, I guess. You know, um, I just, it, like, it still reminds me of pick, yeah, pick and save. They replaced Pick and Save. Well, Pick and Save, I think, got renamed to Big Lots. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Pick and Save yeah. was always like the right. generic, but, like yeah, like you're saying. But now that I'm older and I like saving money, I don't give a fuck, man. Like if they got like a like, search protector for like two dollars, 
three I'm like, I'm getting it, you know? And I was like, Christmas stuff lights and like, um, I don't know, they had like DVDs and Blu-rays. I went in there and started looking at those real quick. Like, um, they had a lot of like just Christmas things. It was, it was, I, and they had toys. I mean, it was just like, it's a pretty big store. I mean, it was kind of interesting. Um, so we did that and then we dropped her off at school. And then like pretty much after that, like it was just, you know, kind of just waiting for her to be done with school. Um, they don't really do much because like I said, Monday, Tuesday, we go back, you know, to the routine. But that's that's all we did. What about you, Harley? We uh, we had a couple days of like nice weather, followed by. Hey, it's funny because it was raining here. <laughs> well, and it was it's ra- it's been raining yesterday and today. It started mm-hmm. Monday, um, and it's supposed to rain like all week. So, unfortunately, I had to winterize the boat. So, clean out the boat and tarp it and seal it up and. Drain all the water and everything out of the motor, and it's a big project. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's what happens if you own a boat when it fr- where it freezes. <laughs> so you have to drain all the water out of the out of the um, out of the engine and the the um, the cooling jackets and stuff. So it's a project, and and you got to make sure that the boat's bone dry before you cover it up, and this and that. So it was just that was a project, and. Everything else needs to get tarped, and the shed needs to be worked on. And so we just did a bunch of fucking outside projects working. So um, I know. unfortunately, I didn't get to do sh- anything fun. So yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, if you know, the kind of October, November, depending on when the weather turns, you have to spend time sort of winterizing the house. Basically, you know, the outlets or the, the, the faucets outside have to be insulated so they don't freeze and break. And, um, you, you know, you got to take all the garden hoses. You know, it's something you don't think about living down south, but um, up here in the mountains. And it's usually a whole weekend kind of thing of, you know, tarping all the firewood and doing this and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. fortunately, it was mm-hmm. a weekend of fucking chores. <laughs> Well, next week will be Halloween. Yeah, when we report back. So, yeah, I don't know, know man. It's it fucking Halloween falls on a Monday. I know it's gonna be weird. Yeah. I'm sure these little kids are gonna go to bed early. So, it's funny. Like my neighbor, there's not that many Halloween decorations out. It's like so we don't know how many kids are actually gonna come out. You know? Yeah. What we see. Yeah, I mean, so I remember last year More we did for me. thing. It was like yeah. two in every ten houses, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, cool. I think that concludes another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly ranted on all things movies and and uh, some one eight seven, some Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, some Westworld action for you. So we covered a lot of touch bases on a lot. So, um, been your host, Fonz. Then we ride together. Harley one eight seven together. <laughs> MCP Bad Boys for Life.